Hello Canoodlers, this is Barbara and I am so thrilled to be your host today. My pick for this week is Love and Basketball. And spoiler alert, it did not disappoint. I loved it. Although I will say it was not a rom-com. There is not much comedy in this movie at all. In fact, it's actually a romantic sports drama, but I am here for it. All of it. Their evolving cat and dog friendship, their struggles and challenges with life in general and being an athlete, the insight into college life, and of course, their love for one another and basketball. So let's dive right in and let's hear what my co-hosts think about it. Barbara has notes, Colleen has none. It's a new format. I, I don't even know what to do with myself right now. I have I no notes. I don't have a single. I actually brought my notebook. Just in case. Just, it's just blank. <laughs> just a blank. I know. Page. <laughs> it's, just, it's just for comfort. It's for comfort. You need to be guided in this new realm of noteless living. Of noteless podcasting. I know. We're nope. trying. It's a brave Exciting. new world. It is a brave new world. I'm a Virgo. I'm not used to being unprepared. Well... <laughs> I know, and you're in my hands, which is scary. <laughs> I'm, I have ultimate faith in you, Barbara. Okay, good. Ultimate faith. I take it, I take it. I'm a little nervous. So what's not new is this is still Canoodle. Canoodle! <laughs> Your favorite podcast. <laughs> it's my favorite podcast. It's my favorite podcast. It's definitely. Yeah, it's my favorite podcast. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, did talk, I did talk to someone the other day, and the Pierre... Uh, Livy from Indigo. Oh yeah, and he yeah. He said, uh-huh. and he said, it looks so professional. Like these guys are, they have it all together. Like, yep. That's right. That's right. We're the real deal, my friends. And even now, we are even more professional. I'm hoping that we sound a lot better because we are no longer recording through Zoom. That's right. <laughs> we have microphones. Yeah. Barbara and I have the blue balls microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Please, this is a, this is a PG podcast. I know it sure is. Um, we have a Samsung, which is I have had this uh, for a while, and it's been very happily in my possession for a few years. And I think that it's a it's a great little compact podcast podcasting podcasting microphone. That's what I want to say. But what's funny is that we looked up microphones, and because of quarantine, they're literally all sold out. It's insane. Yeah. So it is. Canoodle is not the only quarantine baby. Yeah, y'all are making too many podcasts and you're getting in my way of buying my new microphone setup. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, what's also new is that Lucy and I moved across the country. So we're coming to you live from LA. No California life. girls Ooh. now. Oh, wow. Those that, girls. That in itself elevates the podcast. I'm live from LA. I also podcast. podcast. It's like, <laughs> exactly. That's fancy. That's how we roll. <laughs> It's great. It's great. Yes, we moved on August 1st. Um, we're super excited to be here. Obviously, heartbreaking to leave you two over there, but very happy. I know, really heartbreaking. But we had such good quality time before we left. And, and thankfully for quarantine, I think that we are, we're all a little more used to seeing each other over Zoom. So it, does, mm. it didn't feel so jarring 
and having to leave. But um, we, we already made plans for you guys to come. So right. there will That's be a true. podcast. There will be one podcast episode from live from LA for sure. Not live. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're live. We're just going to do it live. So I think we should do it live. It's going to be great. It's also going to be three hours long. You will <laughs> love it. You're going to love it. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love it. You thought you loved Poodle before. Just waiting to get three more of us to love. <laughs> Point for the real deal live show. That's right. <laughs> so awesome. Oh my gosh. And you know, we it's funny, we haven't recorded together in a while because like the pros that we are, we recorded like seven <laughs> episodes while we were in quarantine. And then we were like, oh, should we start editing them? Uh, let's go backwards. So, yeah. so we, we kind of hit pause for a bit so we could kind of get ahead of it. But now we're back. And um, it's so weird. Like um, this week, I've been writing a lot. Like I've been writing a lot this, this whole month, it's August, and I've been writing a lot. And like I've been doing this thing, this blog, and I've been writing blog posts every day. And it's like a whole new, it's like so, it's been so fun. And it's been so different and like really giving me a little bit of like, I've been a little bit purposeless since I'm not working right now. And mm-hmm. it's been giving me a real um, kind of sense of place and purpose. So that's been, that's been cool. It's amazing. And I know I'm not very objective because I love you so much, but it's been a real pleasure to read those blog posts. And it is Aww. one of my daily highlights. I'm always looking forward. Like, has she posted the blog post yet? <laughs> so I really love it. So ColleenHinesley.com. That's where you get the latest and greatest from our girl here. Shameless plugs. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's, it, it really it really is so great. And I think it, I texted you this and I told you this, that I'm so impressed that you actually did it every day. I'm, you're doing it every day. It's like, it's such a hard thing to just get yourself to do it. But also, so there was one um, blog post that you posted about your rent checks or something from when you first started temping or whatever, like it was this week. And I reading it, I was like, oh my God, I don't know this Colleen. Like I realized that actually you had a whole <laughs> life before I met you, yeah. which is like rude. I had a whole but life before you were very- born. <laughs> <laughs> also true i did not go there you did um, but, yeah so it was it's just it's really and obviously you're such a good writer and i just love it and i and i praise you for doing this because Aww. i think you're you're doing amazing which is thank awesome. you yeah livy when you were out there trying to convince your mom to let you wear the pretty woman <laughs> outfit to to boss knocked or whatever it was yeah. <laughs> I was temping at Pfizer. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> funny, isn't it? Equally exciting. Yes. Equally exciting. That's Equally right. Exciting. Temping at Pfizer. Girls' dream. <laughs> Listen, it's every girl's dream. It is. I used to always joke that that place was the, the place where dreams go to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that bad, huh? Well, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. I was just like a real, legit, dyed in the wool Gen Xer reality mm. bites misanthrope you know what i mean so i just couldn't believe people were like i can't believe these people man they're all drones (laughs) drones you know (laughs) i was i was awful i was terrible (laughs) i love that no i love it i love it and the way that you describe your outfit back then i'm like colleen was wearing that that's amazing i know and i sadly have so little photographic evidence of that because back then we didn't photograph ourselves constantly and yeah. uh, what, what what wild concept is that i know not I know. constantly <laughs> doing selfies with cameras like outfit of the day 
<laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know, but I'm it's great. It. Anyway, <laughs> highly recommendable to, to for, for a quick read and a very pleasurable one. And actually really good, like really awesome and like thought-provoking. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Lucy, what's what's cooking with you? Well, I have some really exciting news that I am now a mother of like 87 plants and I can't <gasps> oh, stop buying plants. <laughs> That's so awesome. I can't stop buying them guys. It's actually a problem. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, it is. It is I quite wish. funny. We go, we go to a new store or not even a new store guys, Whole Foods. <laughs> and I have to t- drag her away from the plants because she's like, but this is so pretty. And she doesn't seem to have a plan for all of them yet so i'm like let's just get all of our furniture before we get the plants but she's really good at it i'm a great plant mom by the way with the help of an app called planta which one day will sponsor this podcast i'm sure Mm -hmm. um and it gives me little notifications i can tell it which plants are in which room and it tells me when to water them and when to fertilize them and when to mist them i'm just you know all over the place trying to mist and water all my plants i know amazing I love, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Aww. This podcast is going to become a very different show and I'm here for it. Yes. <laughs> it's ever evolving. It's ever evolving. <laughs> ever evolving. It's like us. Oh, we evolve. The podcast evolves. That's the point. I know. Love Speaking it, of it. evolution. So th- we're, we're going to do things a little differently now. Um, the, our movie this week is Barbara's pick and Barbara's going to host us. I know. Yes. Doing I'm doing it. It's scary. I'm not scared. I'm scared. I'm not so scared. I'm excited. The name of the movie. Guys, you should know that because we talked about it last week, quote, air quotes. <laughs> Love and basketball. Yeah. Love and basketball. All right. Let me read you the dating profile. Um, and then let's jump in. So in 1981, Monica, played by Sanaa Lathan, and Quincy, Omar, 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 thanks, Epps, are two 11-year-old next-door childhood friends in LA who both aspire to be professional basketball players. Quincy, whose father is a pro player himself, has great talent and a healthy dose of swag and self-confidence. Monica is at least equally talented, ferociously competitive, but her emotions sometimes get in the way both off and on the court. We see them navigate their journey from adolescence to adulthood as friends, lovers, and even quarrelers, while managing their separate path to becoming basketball pros. Their way is challenging and filled with forks and crossroads until it's time for a high-stake one-on-one basketball game. Ooh, that's the synopsis. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. What were your overall impressions? What did you think? So I loved it. I thought it was so, I thought it was great. I really liked it. I really, really liked it. I uh, enjoyed it. It was really kind of like easy breezy. I actually don't know that I saw it before. I have to actually, I don't, I really don't know. I think I did. And if not, I saw like pieces of it, but I definitely just did not remember it um, the way that it was. And it was, uh, I really liked it. I really loved the way that they, you know, the, the way that they, Basically, you kind of could see that they liked each other and loved each other from a very early age and this very sweet feeling to them, but also the realness. It was very, 
very open and, you know, really showing things and, and, you know, and touching on things that, that were real life stuff. So it wasn't just like a fairy tale, um, which was great. So I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Me too. I saw it once probably 10, 20 years ago, whenever it came out. I don't know if I saw it right when it came out, but it was about, uh, I guess I was probably in middle school or high school and everyone was talking about it. It was like the movie to see. And I liked it then. Of course, I didn't remember anything. So it was like watching a new movie all over again. But I just love Monica's character. I love how strong she is and how, like Liv said, how, how real she is with uh, her boyfriend slash friend, depending on who he is at the time. Um, so I was excited to rewatch it and I'm excited to recap it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I really loved it. And, you know, I, it's funny because it's about halfway through, we were like, this isn't a comedy. We were both like so choked <laughs> up. <and> we were, <laughs> we, say, we said rom, it to her like, it's not is, it a, so calm. is it a rom-com? <laughs> it's a rom, not a com, but yeah. I, I am not mad at it. I loved it. <laughs> no. And I also, Libby, I really thought that I had seen this movie before and I'm realizing that I did see it. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. I know this is going <laughs> to, I'm ridiculous. I get this already. I did see it, but I saw it with the volume off because I saw it at Dry Bar. And I saw it <laughs> in like three- I know, I know. And I can't even believe I just admitted that. But I saw it because we, for those of you who don't know, Dry Bar is, is not, not sponsoring this podcast yet, but they will. Promo Coke Noodle. Yeah. They show romantic like really rom-coms or romantic movies on their big screen tvs but they show them with the volume down and the captions on mm-hmm. and you know when you're in there you're only in there for like 35 to 45 minutes so what happens is over time i see all these movies in different parts in chunks yes and that's how i saw this movie so i literally saw it jumbled up and with no sound yeah and i was like this all looks very familiar but <laughs> doesn't sound familiar <laughs> <laughs> now I know also, why. do I even know? I know. Do I even know what whatever happens? So I don't even think I ever. I don't think I ever saw the ending. So I was ah, very like, oh, I'm, what's interesting. Mm. So yes, so real awesome. I also loved it. I definitely did not see it before because I make it a I make it a point point to choose movies that I haven't seen before. I think that's always very interesting. Um, and oh, I loved every moment. Seriously, it was, it's such a great movie. Of course, she's a effing badass. Like, I'm in awe of her and she's mm. so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's, he's so talented, but then he's also so ridiculous. I'm like, dude. <laughs> um, but it's, 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 it's so sweet. It's so real. It's heartbreaking. It was definitely, I was like, I love the movie, but it's not a rom-com. It's definitely, even actually it says it is a romantic sports drama. Mm-hmm. There is no comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter at all. I didn't mind it for a moment. Um, yeah. I love that we watched that movie and I would watch it again. Yeah. And yeah. we still have, we, we rented it. It's a tw- 14 day rental. I know. So it was like a really a embarrassment of riches. 14 day rental? Where did yes. you rent it from? I don't know. Just from the, whatever camp on the TV. Yeah. Oh, the wow. TV. What was that? <laughs> Where did that? What was that? Sorry, that was my third grade Colleen just came out. <laughs> TV. On the TV. <laughs> Oh, well, 14 funny. days is a long time. I would definitely watch it again, um, especially because you guys are going to the shore. So that will be that will be a really good shore. Yeah. 
could show watch. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was really great. So let's dissect it a little bit. So we, we, we meet them in 1981. They're 11. And we meet them basically playing basketball, like on a court. Um, and it ends up Quincy pushes Monica. She falls. She gets hurt. So she, he's obliged to send her or write her an apology note. And he and his mom, they go over their neighbors. And of course, it doesn't take him long to show off, but she's not really impressed with him. Um, and, um, and also, in that first quarter, they have their first kiss. Um, although their romance literally lasts for two minutes until he's trying to get her on his bike and she does not agree with that at all. So that's really like this first part. We, we get to meet them in, as children and we learn that they're neighbors and we can see their passion for basketball and how they're starting their, their journey as lovers and friends and quarrel. quarrel, quarrel. I, why did I pick that word? They argue. They argue. They argue. Those are quarrelers. Arguers. That's a hard I know. Like, why am I making it hard? It's very difficult for me to to say that word too. Yeah. But yeah, what I loved about that, especially the beginning of it, is um, you know off the gate that this is a life story. Meaning like, you know, that this is like, it's a quarter, it's a time frame. Mm, It means that we have three more times. So it, it was a really great great setup I thought to knowing and being excited that we actually see the arc of these characters lives really play out so I thought that that was really really it just was a really great entry to the whole narrative and and the and the the kids are just so kids like what I it's something that comes up again in the movie but I think even in this first part you could like the kids are so kids that you I could kind of remember being a kid watching them that's how good they were I think in like conveying their emotions and they're like you know wanting to feel cool but then kind of like really having these soft feelings inside I thought it was really great I know I loved it too I mean I thought that I thought the same thing Livy and I I just also really loved just the dynamic of like him being forced to write her like this I'm sorry card (laughs) Like, you know how parents are. It's like, you have to go tell that child that you are sorry. Yeah. And we're going to go over there. <laughs> no, totally. And you know what's funny? I told Lucy that this, it happened to me. The same thing actually happened to me. I was about 10 years old and one of my classmates, I don't even know why. I don't think he, he was just being a kid and like, I don't know, he was just being a boy and he punched me on my chest. And I remember also, like, I was such a soft child and had no siblings. I had no idea what it meant to be here. Ah. Like, I literally was, oh, like, so startled and, like, so shocked. But, no, seriously, it was, like, it was really quite shocking to me. But but then, oh. you know, I'm also, like, I have the, the look just, like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's okay. It's okay. But her, his mother forced him to come and apologize at my door with a, with actually flowers in his hand like this 10 year old boy came with flowers and oh, said oh sorry so i could relate to that yeah but then you end up dating him later <laughs> i i definitely did not i did not end up dating him later. <laughs> no, i didn't so i can only relate to a very small portion of this whole story <laughs> funny funny yeah anyway also i just want to put a plug in for um quincy's mom Hmm. played 
Angie on my favorite soap opera, All My Children, Ooh. for years. And I, and I, I kept looking at her going like, she looked so familiar, but I couldn't place her. So I finally looked it up and I was like, oh my God, it was Angie. <laughs> so, very oh, that's exciting. For a second, I, I got confused when you said Quincy and, and some, somehow I thought, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking about Monica's mom. And I'm like, yeah, that's Alfre Wood. Like, what are you talking about? No, She's no, like no, no. The other actress. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Other, the other actress, um, yeah. Debbie Morgan. Debbie Morgan's Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very she cool. played a doctor, Ooh. a doctor on all my, all my children, or as we used to call it, all my kids. Um, well, speaking of your stories, uh, one of my stories, <laughs> all my kids. It took me a while until I realized where I knew uh, Quincy from, Doctor House, mm. and then also, right. yeah, yes, yes. Obviously, and Monica's, Monica's dad because it's right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Monica's dad plays. Um, of course, I'm blanking. Help me out, David Palmer. Thanks on Twenty Four. No, but like, no. that's not, no, I've never seen Quincy's 24. Dad. The Blacklist. Not Quincy's dad. Monica's dad. Oh, Monica's dad's in The Blacklist, right? Yes. Quincy's dad is on 24. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is an all-star cast, by the way. This is I know. Totally it's amazing. It's cast is exactly. fire. Like, and even, amazing even building up on it. I know. It's great. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Lucy, what did you think of this first, like, as we meet them? I thought it was sweet. I think I echo what you all said that the kids being kids, we all have stories about not only like that play between the boys and the girls. And it's, it's like, if they give you a hard time, they really like you, which of course now is oh. such, such a horrible trope, but it's something that we all, <laughs> all had some older sibling or friend or parent mm -hmm. tell us. And then, you know, that like sheepish walk back when your parents make you do something that you really oh. don't want to do. <laughs> um, and I think like, obviously, you kind of get it being a moviegoer, but you, you also see like there's some foundation being laid. And so even, even if they're not best friends when they're little, you know, at least they're going to have this history that they mm -hmm. fall back on no matter, um, no matter where life takes them. So it was sweet to see how it started. Awesome. Yeah. It's I, I also, I thought it was so great and it was just so funny how that little boy was so full of confidence, like from the get go. And he oh, yeah. was trying to impress her and she just like, wouldn't take it. She's like, you don't impress me with your stupid punches. And like, I can do that too. And I can do, I can kick higher. Like there has just been, <laughs> so I love how competitive she is. And she's just like, <laughs> no, like <laughs> I'm yeah. not easily impressed yeah. with you. And uh, yeah, and definitely don't tell me that I have to ride your bike. Like you're not making any decisions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, so really, really cute. I love how she's just standing like her own woman. She's like, yeah, I love it. So <laughs> know, yeah. It's kind of really like really the adorable. precursor of their, their personality and their character already, right? Totally. She's like a totally. player and she is the, you know, the, the badass, like, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So then we move into the second quarter, which takes us to 1988. So they're 18. Um, and they're both um, the captains of their respective basketball team um, in high school. Um, Quincy, like, we know he's talented and he's one of the promises within, within the nation, really, as a, as a new player. Um, and, of course, he is, all the women love him. Um, and he loves being loved by them, which is hilarious. And we see some of the women try to 
um, talk to Monica because they know they're friends. So they want to, they want to get her involved to, to pass on messages, which she reluctantly does, but also really makes fun of him. Um, and that we see like they have this love and Monica and Quincy have this love and, and hate relationship in a way. But what's really sweet is um, whenever his parents um, would, would argue, <laughs> whenever they would argue, um, he would walk over like they, 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 they are neighbors. So he would climb out of the window, climb into her window and sleep on the floor, which is very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and for monica we see that her mom's really concerned because monica is like for her her love is basketball there is nothing else she doesn't act like a lady like i think it's so funny how she's pointing out like like a lesbian (laughs) yeah yeah so yeah because her mother just doesn't think that she wants to be a lady um and we also see that Monica's fiery temperament really gets her into trouble, especially on the court because she can't really control her emotions and that results in like technical fouls. And, and so, yeah, that's, that's a problem for the team, but she did, she does do some soul searching and she's very effective at controlling herself a little better and takes her team to the the state championship. Um, But they lose. So she's afraid that's going to have a bad impact on her being picked um, for a great team. What else do we see? Oh, of course, in that quarter, we see how her sister, Lena, props up Monica, makes her all pretty for the spring dance and even finds her the hottest date <laughs> ever. Oh God, the uh, the hottest date. The like, hottest guy. Like, my oh, goodness. The movie was almost over. Yeah. I was like, okay. The movie I know. Okay, I was like, stop what? now. No, so hot. <laughs> But also here is where I am like, you know, I have my pet peeves with movies and this is, oh, you wanted to say it. No, go ahead. <laughs> Lizzie's like, no, I wanted to say, it. I have my pet peeves. Like one of them being, you don't have sex in a bra. You just don't. And they keep showing it. This pet peeve is how is it that 18 year olds are actually portrayed by 30 year olds? And it's so blatantly obvious that there's so much like, older. Why is there a 40 year old at prom? Like, and they're not even trying to hide it. Like, it's just so yeah. funny. <laughs> so old. No, they're so old. And yes, he's supposedly in college and all that. But it's just, no, they are like 30 and 35 years old. And they, yeah. they, are, they are at a, at a prom. They, so that's like where I was just like, okay, never mind. What, what really I thought was great, though, is that they're, the way that they acted was still very much like teenagers. Like, yeah. especially um, Omar, right? Especially Quincy's character is like, I thought he was so good at playing this like nonchalant, like, you know, kind of sexy guy. Like he just, he just doesn't look, look like, like that age, but he totally plays that. So yeah. I thought that that was a little better, but yeah, we just kept saying like, like this is so blatantly obvious. That it looks these- like a high school reunion, not yes. a high school dance. Yeah. 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 But, but have you guys ever seen the movie Grease? Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Oh yeah. yeah. They are legit. 38 yes. in that movie and it, they don't they don't even remotely look like they're teenagers no and they're no, playing like seniors in high school yeah, yeah. that Which is true even back, in, yeah, well. even back then that was like a joke like in yeah, the, in, yeah when the movie totally. came out, they, were, they were like why is stockard channing who was like 42 <laughs> playing high school student so why <laughs> i no, mean she's amazing really... don't get me wrong rizzo for no, life but incredible. yeah but, so funny yes, i'm team I rizzo <laughs> 
my friends, there is one big important part of the plot that's happening in that quarter. Like during that dance, Quincy notices Monica, who has, like we see already that she's in love with him. Um, and he notices her too. And then at the night, at the night, at, at night, they both again meet um, through their respective windows and they have this whole debate about, oh, I thought your date was gonna go well and your date was gonna go well. And they realized none of their dates went that well. And instead, um, Monica wants him to open her letter that she got from um, USC and she got accepted. So she will be able to play on the team, which is amazing. And they celebrate and they kiss and they make love. Um, very interesting scene. So that all happens during that yeah. second quarter. Very, very explicit. I thought that it was very explicit, with, like an explicit love, love, you know, like sex scene with the with the condom being ripped open and like actually seeing. I don't think I've ever seen a condom in a movie. I'm yeah, real, like in a regular. Huge. Yeah, huge. Like to, see, to see a condom in a love scene was like, I really, I, I remember we said we were like, oh my god. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I can't even yeah, believe it. Yeah, it was amazing. It really yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was so, really, really, really cool. So good job, yeah. good basketball. Job. Good job. <laughs> exactly. And we would be remiss if we didn't mention the, it wasn't a cameo. I'm sure it was one of her first roles, but another another celebrity now appearance of Gabrielle Union being the date, Quince's date, which was also cool. The girlfriend. And yeah. Regina Hall as the sister. Oh, right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yes. The, yeah, this was adorable. I really thought that uh, that the, the part where um, he climbs into her window, mm -hmm. because, you know, he's a senior in high school and he's a big guy. He's a, like, he's a tall kid, right? And we had this image of him as a little kid, like a scrawny little kid looking out the window. And then you see this, like, the same kid now growing up and he's really a man because he actually is a man. He's like 35. But um, <laughs> just that thing of like him crawling through the window and her giving him a blanket and like him like curling up on the floor just was so heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it because like they'll all, they always have that. They, no matter what's going on in school where they're trying to act cool and they're trying to impress each other or other people they always go back to having that, having the window, having that safe space that he could always come to. So it's like they have their outside world and everything changes there, but nothing changes when they're back at home. So true. It's very sweet. Sorry, if you can hear smokers cough, Delilah over here. <laughs> I'm awake now she was and asleep. why am I not being recorded? <laughs> I have a lot to say. She loved the movie. She loved the movie. I'm Although sure she, did she looks like she most of it. So any surprises in that quarter? Anything that stood out specifically? Anything that was eye-opening or specifically relevant? Well, I clocked Quincy's dad as a no good philandering dude mm -hmm. from the jump. <laughs> He, I didn't, he didn't fool me for a second. Yeah. <laughs> in the first, in the first quarter. In the already. first quarter, I knew if I was withholding judgment. Yeah. <laughs> By the second right. quarter, I was like, he is not good. He is out there. He is. He's got some trouble. Other business going on. Yes. Other business. That's a very good mm -hmm. way of putting it. Other mm -hmm. business. 
Yeah. Um, no, but I was, I was really struck by, I mean, I know that we talked about it, but I was really struck by the love, by the sex scene. I thought it was, it was very beautifully, um, just like very romantic and yet this like very real even her reaction to be honest i know we're getting a little like her reaction of like this is her you know supposedly this is the first time that she's having sex and we don't Mm -hmm. know about him but like very real like very real of feelings and sensations being portrayed and kind of just like i was very surprised i was very surprised and very pleased and just for again about the realness of it all I thought it was really great. Just, and she's not wearing a bra. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. No bra. <laughs> it's real, you guys. It's oh, real. It's real. Oh, the one thing I really wanted to say, and I think I mentioned this to you, Barbara, when we were watching it, yeah. is that the music yes. in mm. this movie oh. is golden. And the whole, like, especially with the spring dance, because this movie basically is this is my age. So I, I was there, I would have been in high school, although when I was in high school, I actually was that age versus these people. But um, <laughs> I know I'm gonna beat that dead horse. Um, yes. <laughs> I just remember like, hearing that music in, on the, in the movie, we 100% danced to all those songs at our dance. Yeah. I mean, uh, totally at my prom, whatever yeah. it was. I mean, because it's just basically, it was so, it just put me, it put me right back into that time frame. And like, even when they were in college later, like it was, all that time, I was like, I just, this is so familiar to me. Mm-hmm. It's like I can taste it, you know? That's awesome. great. Yeah, the music was fantastic. That was a big note I had. It was like, this song. Oh, this song. Yes. So good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. What also like, what really, what stood out to me was that moment that Monica had with her mom when her sister like helped her to get ready mm-hmm. and then the mom came in and like you could see with how much love and tenderness she was appreciating her daughter and her daughter's beauty mm-hmm. um and like it, it, it for like for the first time you really feel like ah oh there is there is there is hope for the two of them because their relationship is a little is interesting right because Monica is so not what what her mom wants or expects or also thinks would be good for her. But in that moment, how she really is like, oh, I knew it. It's, I've always seen it in you. And like, and it's, and it's right there. And, and, and the way how she's telling her sister to get the pearls. Um, I thought that was really, really beautiful. And, and just shows like, okay, yeah, there is, there is hope for the two of them. We're in the third quarter, still, still the same year. Um, we see them at USC. Um, Monica and Quincy, they are now a couple, um, but we really see them navigate their basketball careers. Um, he, of course, finds instant success on the court. He's a superstar. Um, everybody loves him. Um, while Monica, she's really um, struggling to get playing time and find her place in the team, and she is having a hard time. Um, we also learned that Quincy's dad actually does have an affair. So yes, spot on, you clocked him. Um, and for Quincy, so his dad really wants Quincy to finish um, school before he goes pro because his dad is, he went pro and clearly he regrets it a little. Um, but, um, but Quincy is like not having it. It's like, who are you to tell me anything? I'm not listening and I don't care. And so he is going through like this rough time and, and, and he, feels, he feels a little betrayed also by Monica, who's really 
focus so much on basketball because she's having like run-ins with her coach all the time, really focused so much to, to get playing time because that's her dream. That's her dream. And she has to work so much harder for it than he does um, to, to, to get somewhere. Um, so he feels she puts basketball first. And so their relationship gets strained and then eventually they, they do break up. Yeah. The beginning of this quarter is my favorite part in every rom-com or rom minus the com when it starts to work out. And I always hope in every movie that they're just going to stay together for the rest of the movie and nothing's going to happen. And uh, as with every other movie that I've hoped that, of course, it doesn't turn out that way. But I just loved that we came, we came back and we saw that they'd worked it out and that they'd made it work. And that that, that night when they were so vulnerable with each other after like putting on these masks at the dance and then coming home and being so real with each other that that turned into love. So that was my favorite, like five minutes in the movie. I'm like, they're in love. (laughs) Yeah. Me too. Actually. I really was so happy that it it didn't turn out that like, that was a big mistake and it was the horrible teenage angst thing. And that it really ended up being this beautiful first love and, I just, and I just felt so sorry for Monica. She's working her butt off and Ugh. just, yeah. you know, and he's just like, you know, hot, like he's the king of the campus, you Ugh. know, and she's mm-hmm. struggling and struggling. Yeah, I know. It, it really bothered me, the whole scene on the, I mean, he was suffering for sure, right? He was suffering and he was, it, it was, you could see again, like this movie really is so real in the way that they display the emotions, like the conflict, the internal conflict, but also the longing that was going on in that whole, you know, bridge scene between him finding out about his dad and then, you know, coming to Monica and really, and really trying to find comfort with her, but her having these very hard that like she had a curfew she needed to go back to she had to play like she had to tend to her life as Mm. she should at that age but then being in a relationship and the complications of that and the not readiness to being able to deal with yourself in your life and somebody else's was so you know at display and him not understanding not putting himself in her shoes not trying to work it out it's just like that you know it just really made me feel like even going back, I had, a, I, I was in a relationship at that, at that age that they're displaying, but I don't know, I guess that my life wasn't as complicated, but I realized just looking back how, how concerned we are with ourselves at that age, right? Because we're still trying to figure our life out. So actually it's a really bad idea to be in a relationship at that age. Like, that was like the whole thing like that, <laughs> that came up for me. It was like, you have to really, like when people say that cheesy thing about finding yourself, yeah, you got to find yourself because it's so difficult to be with your own life and with somebody else's life. And it's, you have to learn that. So even the breakup scene, like all around that was mm. just really real. I thought it was really real. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I just love that whole like, uh, I, I did love the whole thing with Monica and her teammates and her, she was struggling, but then she kind of like wins them over, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then when the other yeah. girl starts being mean to her, they all kind of have her back. And then she ends up taking her, the girl's spot on the team. And it's this whole thing. And like, I thought that was just so, I, I just liked seeing Monica finally have, mm. uh, ha- have people who were on her side. Yeah. Yes. Too, because yes. For so much of it, 
she was just really on, on her own. Yeah. You know, she didn't seem to have any, any real support in the first couple of quarters. And then in this quarter, we really see that she's got, she's really finding her place. She's finding her feet. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And also that scene with her coach, when she asked her to come into her office and she was so scared, she's like, oh, what's, what I'm going to hear now. She's already like in that mindset, that's going to be another like run in and, and I'll have to, um, have to do something, but then to hear her coach say, well, if I didn't see any potential in you, like if I don't, if I don't challenge you, that's when you're going to be worried. Right. So also really her coach recognized the potential that she has, that she, that she's been fighting for so much. And, um, that, that's really, um, that's, that's really heartwarming. And at the same time, I really felt like, I, I got a little, not mad, but I was like, oh, Quincy, you're such a, you're such a douche. Like you have it, you have it so easy. Like you're literally like walking like on red carpet and, and, and you don't cut her any slack for like, she works so hard. She works so hard. If she, like, if you worked that hard, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just like that whole, like so ignorant, in a way so ignorant and just so, I mean, not in a malicious way, but just so wrapped up in his own head, like zero capacity for even like putting himself in someone else's shoes. Yeah, totally self-absorbed. I mean, even just the way that he broke up with her, just in front of her, I mean, how mean, in front of her mm -hmm. going out with another girl. I mean, that yeah. you can take excuses for someone's behavior and what, but that is just plain old like asshole. Like that's like yeah, that totally. you, yeah. whatever, however hurt you are, that's like out of control like that's just crossing a line that yeah i did not yeah. like him after that no like neither. i did not like him. I, know, I was definitely not team quincy i was team guy date from the spring fling <laughs> i know <laughs> i go back to him really tall bald hot guy he was <laughs> he's for you he yes. is the he is the bomb my god i think the he bomb. he is the bomb <laughs> of both of you. <laughs> oh goodness, yeah. yeah. I think he was he actually I think he was in another show too. I think he was in a show like like LAPD or something like that. Yeah. Or whatever. He definitely looked familiar. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We'll look for, like, for sure after this podcast, don't be worried. <laughs> that that <laughs> face wants to be <laughs> wants to be seen again. I know. Yes. But then, yeah, this is kind of like that, like their, their, like their uh, college career is kind of like over. Like we, yeah, we kind of just see that part of it, but then that's it. Like we, it's, it, it was, it's kind of an abrupt um, transition, I guess. But yeah, I think that their breakup is, is just like a def, no matter what happened to him was definitely queen, that team Monica for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. For, for. So in the last quarter, we see Monica playing successfully in, in Spain. Um, Barcelona. Was, Barcelona. So that was really awesome. That was so fun to see that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was great. And also, of course, how amazing that she plays for Spain and then her former rival <laughs> um, plays on the Italian team. And definitely Monica takes her team to a raging successful uh, win, which is really, really awesome. Um, and then, but then they go out for dinner afterwards and, and also through that conversation, Monica just realizes 
like her love for basketball is not the same as it used to be because something's missing. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Guess who? Where? Exactly. Where? <laughs> <you> why? <laughs> um, so yeah. So um, and then on the other hand, Quincy he did go pro and he's in his fifth year of playing for the LA Lakers, um, which was so cool to see. Yeah, <laughs> it's really awesome. Yeah. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> totally took me back to like uh, earlier days. Yes. Yeah, but you know he was a sub. He was. I mean, totally. Did you catch that? Oh, yeah. of course, of course. It's like they were like, "Oh, it's nice that they're letting the subs yeah. come out and play." Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, of course, he does that douche move. He's, the, he's dunking and he's like hanging on to the rim, and he falls and he tears mm. his tears his ACL and ugh, dumb. Oh my dumb, god, dumb, that, dumb, that dumb. was painful. That was oh, really yeah. painful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That so, was yeah, so, really painful. Ugh. So yeah, next we see Monica come back and visit him in the in the hospital where she meets his fiance Tyra Banks. And I was like, Tyra, Tyra Banks. Banks. Oh I know. <laughs> I was like, is she an actress? The I didn't best. know she acted. Well, oh, I, she oh. was smizing her way through that whole scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. awesome, awesome, awesome. And of course, poor Monica is heartbroken, uh, trying to keep it together, and but really. Yeah, not not great. She goes back. She 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 takes a job at a bank. Like she can't even walk in the high heels. Like it's so painful. <laughs> like it's painful across the board. Um, and her mom, um, her mom is the one who comes to rescue and really encourages her to to fight for what she loves, both basketball, but also sh she knows it's really Quincy who who Monica's heart is longing for. Quincy's wedding is two weeks out and it's coming up fast and furious, but Monica is indeed determined to actually go after what she wants. And so she challenges him to a high stake one-on-one -on -one basketball game. And the challenge is if he loses, he's going to call off the wedding and she chooses her. And if he wins, then she's going to walk away. And guess what happened? <laughs> oh my oh my he did win but he did choose her anyway of course of course <laughs> she's very appropriate very, very appropriate, appropriate. Yeah. yes yeah oh my god so much i have to say i was so i know this is the movie but i was so disappointed when she left europe and came home oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she was like a superstar. Yeah. And, and that scene where she meets the teammate and uh, the teammate's like, are you kidding me? We are like movie stars here and you want to go back and yeah. right. like not be playing anymore. And you know, like, what yeah. you, we can do whatever we want. We can write our own ticket here. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So I was. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. And I thought that I, I really like that that last part as far as basketball is concerned because to be honest the rest of the movie i mean i know it's love and basketball but i don't think that we see a lot like we see a lot of playing of basketball but we don't see a lot of the world of basketball in my opinion like we don't see the drafting we don't we see the practice and the working hard but to be fair like you could exchange that with another sport and it would be pretty much right right we don't see like anything that goes into the business of basketball i i'm i'm, I'm just that you know in that sense whereas here i thought it was very interesting to really that it was really noted that as a woman like you just 
apparently can't, or at least at that time, you could, couldn't have a career in basketball in the US, whereas Europe seemed to be so much more elevated in that. And as a European, I was so surprised because honestly, women's sports, anything that has a, a strong male sports lead, women's sports are not regarded as as very high stakes you know anything soccer women's soccer nobody really cares like basketball is not even a a sports that 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 europeans care about that much but women's basketball like i always thought that it was even less so it was very interesting to see Mm. this completely different world of the sport and i was very pleased by that i was really pleased to see and learn more about basketball and really learn about more of the business in the back end so that it's more a little more intricate than just the practice i found so that was really it was just really fascinating i love that um, that we that we see that part and then again when she comes back and she sees him and all of that just the realness there are such good actors mm-hmm. i really could feel her pain during the game like i really felt like i could see and the tension was growing but they are such good actors really i thought i felt her pain throughout the whole like her longing and like i need i just need you in my life like you are my life like that that the depth of the feeling i thought it was it was conveyed so so strongly mm. i agree with colleen like you see her at the top of her game and literally it's like why would you leave that but we also saw how lonely she was there even mm. though it even even in in the locker room they're not speaking the language that she speaks or or is her first language and then you see as she's walking out the jerseys of the two women in front of her look like maybe they're eastern european and they're two women that know each other so she's really lonely on her team and think about she won the championship and she's celebrating with a girl she went to college with she's not even out with her teammates so Mm. even at the height of her career she's essentially alone what if that other girl wasn't on the other team like she she doesn't have family there she doesn't really have friends there and she was she was putting her stake in the ground for love being more important than, than being famous or being successful if it meant she had to do it alone. Yeah, although yeah. I do want to put a plug in for that apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to put that in the list of considerations because that oh apartment was so amazing. It and was I was like, insane. holy crap. I know. <laughs> Quincy's not yeah. that nice. And no, I know. I know. You're like, you're like, I understand oh. friends and family and, and, and connection and, and I, all the, I, I get the it. Apartment. Yada, yada, yada. I get it. Oh, that's <laughs> but, hilarious. But that Funny balcony apartment. and that view and oh. the plants, Lucy, there are plants. The plants. I mean, so I take it all back. She should have stayed. <laughs> she should have stayed. She should have stayed. I know, but I realized we wouldn't have a movie if she was like, I went to Barcelona and stayed. <laughs> and stay. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. No, it was great. So funny. (laughs) Um, I also thought that um, I was really happy to see that like Quincy kind of, I kind of thought that we were going to see Quincy as kind of a sad sack. Like mm-hmm. when, when they showed him in the beginning of this quarter and he was, he was riding the bench, like, like it's one of those things where it's like, a team like the Lakers. And again, I know nothing about sports, but like, I, I can only imagine that the worst player on the Lakers is better than 97% of the players in the country, right? Like, right, yeah. And you might be the literally the guy who sits on the bench the entire time, but your, bas- your basketball 
skills are top notch. So yeah. I kind of thought that like he was going to be sort of like a little bit of a loser. Mm. But actually, I like the fact. I mean, it was complicated that he was engaged, but I like the fact that he actually was had a great life. Yeah. Like he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He wasn't really living the dream, exactly. But he had a pretty great life. You know, yeah. he, was, he was doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's true. He was he was pretty accomplished in the end. Like he, but he was pretty accomplished. But yet, I do feel that this that there is this undernote of like, but he was on the bench, right? He was just yeah. like on the. I think for both of them, like it's and and I mean, I know that we didn't get there yet, but it's like you know, it's, that was interesting to see the ending too. That we see her going back to play, right? Meaning like he was, I feel like we saw him just getting back into the game and just getting back, getting to their, you know, to his height again, because he was called into the game and the commentators were really praising him as he is actually touring his knee, right? So it's kind of like this, he was just getting there and now he's falling again, right? So what will happen after he gets back on that, on that level, right? So just like, but yeah, definitely interesting to see how accomplished he is no matter what, like, and he's engaged to Tara, to Tara Banks. I mean, like, he's <laughs> wow. good. He, did, know, he right? did well for himself. I know. I know. <laughs> yes. That's so true. I speaking of, I don't know. I wonder if there was a deleted scene of her finding out that he was going to break up. With I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Two weeks what? before the wedding. I know. Oh, that's, my God. Can you imagine? That's a little oh, tough. That is tough. Yes. That's, yeah. Yeah. that's a little that's different tough. than, like, Matthew McConaughey being like, oh, can't. Do you want to take a walk with me in her wedding dress? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was win-win. Whereas in this case, not win-win. No, no. But for sure she had, a, as, a, as, a, as a flight attendant, for sure she had a comp ticket that she went somewhere. Somewhere yeah, nice. Like, I'm right. Aruba. <laughs> exactly. But I think we were yeah, also supposed to feel like she didn't love him for who he really was. Yes. Because when they were packing up mm-hmm. his room and he wanted to bring his cue that we saw on yes. his wall since he was a kid, she said no. So we weren't to assume that she was fully accepting of who he truly was. She was perhaps there for the basketball. That money. (laughs) (laughs) Totally, totally. The fame, for the fame, for sure. For sure. So let's go to the end, which is really amazing. Uh, We see her, Monica, playing for the LA Lakers um, in the new women's NBA, right? It's so right. awesome. And right. Quincy still sits on the bench, but he has a newborn daughter oh, <laughs> on, his, uh, on his knees and they're cheering for their mom. And it's just so amazing. And there, I feel like actually he redeems himself a little bit by, by being supportive of her and yeah. let mm-hmm. her achieve her dream because he knows he knows how at deep down he knows how hard she's worked all her life for mm-hmm. this and how talented she is and um and yeah it was her time to shine yeah yeah well, and the thing in that other in the quarter before this we also realize or in this in this whatever i'm trying to say yeah before this he does confront her about the fact that she quit basketball and mm-hmm. he's kind of the only one that we, that we see confronting yeah. her about why she really quit basketball. And we see that he doesn't buy it. Mm-hmm. Like he's not, like, even though he, he he's, not, he's not necessarily understanding that he, that she's in love with him still. Right. Yeah. And that that's going to happen, but he definitely is like, I'm not buying this whole, you were homesick thing. Yes. Like you, nobody, I've never seen anybody love basketball like like very true. Like you, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love the fact that in the end, you really see that that 
in the end, it wasn't that she didn't love basketball anymore. It was that she was missing love. Like right. she, she had, the, she, oh, she never stopped loving basketball, but she just needed the, she just needed the like love, love. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also he was such an integral part to her whole journey, right? They went through this whole thing together. So, yeah. Yeah. Very, very true. It was a great ending. Yeah. I mean, I it was so great. It was great. So emotional and, and really just like the strength of the, of her lead, like in the end it became, yes, yeah. it's a movie about them, but it's a movie about her, you know, journey of, of really achieving her dreams and him yeah. being supportive in that. And so it was, and might we say that that is also kind of a little bit of a signature piece of having a, a, a female director for once totally. <laughs> directing movie, right? Which, uh, which definitely had this hand of, of a strong woman that accomplishes her, her dream and not being like at them. Also, well, we didn't talk about this, but just to, to, to go back a, a little bit about the conversation between her and her mom, in which Monica is actually confronting her mom and saying like, you know, you never yeah. really pr- pursued your catering career and you, mm-hmm. ju- you only wanted to just succumb to dad's will of being a housewife and all of that, like really calling her out on stuff that she probably knows little about in the way that it all went down and, and her mother's true, um, you know, true sacrifices and, and, and choices that she made. But I thought it was, it was, it was a, a great full circle in that she really also then in the end proceeded to, to, accomp- to being accomplished herself and, and, and rewrote the story uh, so that she was actually the one shining, shining bright and her husband supporting her, right? So it was a great arc. I loved it. So true. And also her mom being the one really pushing her to go oh, yeah. for it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the yeah. So like, yeah, I know how yeah. much this means to you. Maybe also because she didn't pursue it for herself and her right. daughter called her out on it. So she made yeah. sure that... Her daughter would not make the same mistake. That was really awesome. Yeah. No, just really all around this movie was so like really the word that keeps coming back is real. It was just real in the relationships. It was real in the feelings and the display of emotion and in the confusion of it all, in the confusion of emotions and choices. And it was really great. Even, you know, this happens sometimes. Like even after talking about it now, like I'm like, actually, that's a great movie. Like it's an amazing <laughs> yeah. movie. So good. So great. Yeah. So good. And I actually have to say, you know, it's sort of a little, a little bit similar to Bull Durham in that a lot of the basketball stuff kind of goes over my head a little bit. Like I get that a basket has to go into the basket, like the ball has yes. to go into the basket. But like, I don't understand the technical you stuff. You get that the basket understand. goes right inside the basket. It goes, yeah. the basket goes in the basket. Yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. get you got it. it. Yeah, you got it. Uh-huh. I mean, we're pros. We're, we're experts at this, but... <laughs> Um, if, if you want like a really deep cut on it, we're probably not the podcast for you, but, um, <laughs> right. and, but I did like how they showed a lot of, um, basketball, like legends in the mm-hmm. scenes and yeah. I didn't recognize most of them, but I definitely recognize Magic Johnson. Yeah. Me too. I think it's the only one I recognize, to be honest. I really yeah. Um And also, I just did want to say, because I, I don't want to get angry emails from our avid WNBA <laughs> fans, the name of the team is not the Lakers. Oh, it's the not. L- it's not. And in fact, Barbara, I can't believe you didn't get this. It's the LA Sparks. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, how did I miss that? You know what? I did not pay attention. And obviously I did do well, they, my they research had, story. They had, I remember Ellie thought of it because they had the same color uniforms. So when, yeah. I, when mm-hmm. I was watching the movie, I actually was like, oh, are they called the Lakers? And then I, but I couldn't remember the name, but you know, I'm saying this because Barbara has a business um, 
concept called I spark our fire. So mm-hmm. I know I didn't notice that either. I was to, I totally don't. <laughs> I can't believe it. Now no, I love I it even believe. more. I know it's great. Amazing. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Speaking about loving things even more. Did you guys watch until the very, very, very end? Oh no, I don't. Think After the did. credits? No. Did we miss something? No, Never do it. that. You guys, no. don't you know that? Yeah, no. always watch it until no. the end. Oh goodness, tell us oh, what happens. No, that's the thing. Is it a baby? Yes, it's a baby. No. And the baby, it's her, their daughter playing basketball on the playground, and she's like, "Oh, we're watching oh, it. No, we're yeah, gonna go have oh to go God. back and I can't watch it." You guys missed it. No, no don't that part was made to me. It's so cute. It's so <laughs> cute. Oh, that's so awesome. cute. Okay, we gotta go but back guys, and see this it. This is like this is like a rookie mistake. I know. I know. Do you always do that? No. There's always the best no. stuff at the end. No, we don't always do that. Yes, we do. We often watch it to the end. No, we never do. Okay, here's the thing. If if it starts to look like there's going to be, yes. like, we'll watch, but we'll watch. It, it will, I will never watch the whole credits if there's not little like crazy rich Asians is so it was so beautifully stunning to watch that mm-hmm. we stayed until we realized their scenes, but no. And honestly, yeah. I never do. I never, well, you I are just, welcome. You should make that a habit. I am part <laughs> of the same. <laughs> this one was a real fake out because it was the very, 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 yeah. very, very, yeah. End. yeah. 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 And we, we just had it playing. We were like, oh, who's the desk boy? Who's the kid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, typical nerdville over here. Yeah. Right, right. I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Look um, at the doodles. Like, yeah, I just want to point out to you that Delilah is literally half on the sofa, half in my lap. I know. Like, I don't even know if this is used, but like, she's canoodling with you, Colleen. She's canoodling. I know, take a picture. Uh, she is, she is canoodle doodle. She is the mascot. She is canoodling full force. And she is, uh, she's huffing and puffing over here. So we're gonna have a, you're gonna hear from her a lot. In oh, this, a little cutie. Lucky us. Podcast. Lucky us. <laughs> great. great, great. All around All amazing, right. you guys. So BB, do you have some, some scores for us to do? Yeah, like let's rate the date. Ooh. Yes. Let's go. I, I'll go last because, of course, I don't even know what I'm rating it. <laughs> I know. I want to say go. Um, it's, oh, what, what I want to say. Like on a scale from 1 to 10, it would be an 8. But in canoodle We're not doing term, 1 to 10. No. <laughs> Canoodlers don't understand math. You have to talk to them in the language they understand. Okay. Go sit to get it. Okay. Yes. Sit to get it. There we go. Um, it is uh, uh, every once in a while I will get it. <laughs> <laughs> that is very interesting. And I'm Welcome to Canoodle. I don't know if you've ever heard this podcast. Here, no, I know. <laughs> Every once in a while, I will get it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Meaning like, it's not a movie that I would watch like over and over and over and over again. But if it comes on, if you have the op- opportunity to watch it again, I will gladly watch it again. So All right. I will get it every once in a while. Yes. Yeah. This is, this is totally like a high school love. Like one that I look back on fondly that has deep roots. That's real. Um, 
Yeah, it's one that I look back on with nostalgia and love in my heart. Mm, my yeah. high school love, even though I never had a high school love. So Aww. this is my guy. <laughs> this, is it. this is it. This is it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this is that first love. It's first love, and it's the thing that no matter what happens in life, you're always going to look back and be like, it was perfect. It was perfect in every yes. way. Yeah. 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 For me too. Totally the first love looking at, back at it, it's like, oh, yeah, it was what it was. And I thought it was everything. So yeah, it's first yeah. love for sure. Oh, that's beautiful. So nice. Beautiful. Yay. All right. So one last thing. What are we going to watch next? Drum roll. It's my turn. It's Colleen's yes. turn. I'm excited. I've been literally so waiting for weeks and weeks and weeks to tell you. And I'm you know that I like to, I like to have my classic. Yes. Yes. So I and my coughing dog <laughs> are going to have us watch the iconic When Harry Met Sally. Oh, yeah! Oh, so good! I love this oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't wait. So and awesome. another New York love story. I know. I can't wait. I know. Oh, I know. I'm wait. predictable. I don't care. I'm here for it. That's right. That's I what we am want. Obsessed, and I'm so excited to canoodle with you and harry and sally oh my god and if, we miss, if we miss the comedy this time around we will have so much of it coming up oh yeah so there's gonna be comedy 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 oh in this god. next so year. amazing oh my <laughs> god i can't <laughs> wait yay that's amazing Woo-hoo! all right well amazing. my friends that's at wrap for today it's been my pleasure to be your host you did it. You did, did it. it. <laughs> Funny. Lucy, it's your turn. Canoodle you later. <laughs> Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's a wrap for Love and Basketball. What did you think? Let us know on Instagram at Canoodle Podcast or tag us in your own posts and stories. And hey, can you do us a favor? If you like our podcast, please share it with friends and help us spread the word. Head over to Apple Podcasts to leave us a rating and a review. We would love for others to find us and to get picked up as new and noteworthy. But for that, we need your help. Thank you so much. Have a great week and canoodle you later.